I sort of base any kind of mental activity I sort of base around this, this statement, which is your life always moves in the direction of your strongest thoughts. So what you think about turns into how you act and what you say. And then what you say, how you speak and how you act turns into your habits and your routines and your patterns. And subconsciously that just builds this sort of self-replicating model of how your life ends up being. And it normally starts from your thoughts where they come from. Welcome back to the CrossFit by Design podcast with Mr. Thomas and Mr. Brendan. Sorry, fixing my mic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, what was uh, what was successful about this week for you? What's the biggest success you've had this week? Uh, better structured meetings with the coaches mm-hmm. has been a great success this week. Yeah. Um, so, just learning myself about how to correctly structure a meeting. Mm. Um, because for me, it's like, well, I've known how to do like military orders mm. and then I don't really know how to do other meetings well. Mm. Um, so finding a middle ground there, it's been yep. good. And I'm looking forward to testing it out tomorrow. So I'll see you tomorrow and you can let me know how it goes. <laughs> okay. You can be like, hey, it wasn't as successful yeah. as you thought. <laughs> Back to the drawing board. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, how about yourself? Um, yeah, this week, uh, this week, I, uh, I think learning... I'm constantly learning more about my body. I mean, particularly I'm preparing for a competition at the moment. So the whole thing in preparation is it's never really about hitting the numbers. It's just more about learning my body and learning how it adapts, how it responds, how to better train my body. So I feel I've taken a couple of big jumps forward in terms of understanding what works, how it works, how my body responds to different kinds of training, um, which is a lifelong process. Yeah. yeah, especially as a coach. I mean, this is one of the main reasons I'm preparing for a competition is to help me be a better coach. Um, so I feel like I'm accomplishing that. Yeah, nice. I can't, I'm looking forward to seeing you in action. Mm. It'll be good. It'll be good. All right, today we are talking about mind control. <laughs> um, so why is it important to control your thoughts? So there's a group of people who are a slave to their thoughts and emotions almost instantly, mm-hmm. and they are three-year-olds. <laughs> And they are not fun to hang out with all the time Mm. because of that reason. Um, So, yeah, unless you want to act like a three-year-old, I would say you need to get a hold of your thoughts, analyze them a bit before Mm. you just act on them or voice them or whatever it may be. Mm. Um, But, yeah, not an easy thing to do, but that would would be the reason I would say it's important because Mm. otherwise it's like hanging out with a three-year-old. Hmm. And no one wants to go grab a beer with a three-year-old. Yes, for a long period of time. <laughs> yeah. Or your mother's out there. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, sorry. Yeah. Mm. But they, they will relate to this. They'll be like, preach. I yeah. I know exactly what this guy is <laughs> saying. Yeah. Um, so we're talking about thoughts today and the importance of your thoughts, controlling your thoughts, uh, and even just thinking about your thoughts. Mm. <laughs> um, so... How do the thoughts you have affect your life? How does, you know, we're talking about controlling your thoughts. We're talking about the thoughts. Why are we talking about that in, specifically in relation to how they affect your life? Yeah. Um, well, we're talking about it because I think it's important to understand that you need to take a step back and analyze your thoughts. Uh, 
I hope that's correct. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and they affect your life by how much or how willing you are to actually take a step back mm. and analyze your thoughts. Yeah. So yep. if you're not the kind of person who does that, you mm. just kind of shoot from the hip, yep. whatever on a whim, uh, that's going to be a hell of a lot different between, yep. um, that's going to be different from the other person who the thought pops into their head and mm. they, their first thought is like, yep. oh, okay, that's interesting. Yep. Where did that yep. come from? And they sort of um, go over in their mind, maybe the pros and the cons or yep. what would be the consequences of this um, and just really think about yep. Yep. Where, the, where that idea was born from yep. and whether or not that fits in with your own sort of um, yep. principles yep. and then acting on it from there. Mm. Do you reckon that people sometimes think that just their thoughts are just completely involuntary and they have no control over them? In, and what I mean by that is when you have a thought or your th- when you have, typically it's in response to an experience, right? So something happens and you think something about that or maybe you are thinking about something that's happened in the past and how that might reflect your, you know, your future going forward. And I know a lot of people just think, oh, that's just the way it is. This is the way I think and the way I am. Um, do you think that's one of the problems as to why people don't, as you said, analyze and think, okay, um, I'm thinking you know, this particular way about myself, I, I'm thinking about my work like this, I'm thinking about my family like this, um, and that people might just forget that and just be like, oh, this is the, just the way it is, and then interpret that as the truth instead of thinking, well, actually, no, this is just my thoughts, which I have complete control of the filtering of that. Yeah. Well, I think I kind of agree with you and don't agree with you in a couple of things that you said, uh, or maybe I'll just have a different way of looking at it. So I don't... I don't always believe I'm in control of my thoughts. And it's, it's hard to talk about thoughts without talking about emotions because mm. you have like an emotional response. That's where it kind of the mm. thought comes from. Yeah. But I think the biggest difference is in either, if you think about the best way I like to think about it is if you think about your thoughts as a river, mm. you're either in the river trapped in the rapids mm. or you're on the bank observing the flow of the river. Mm. And that can be your thoughts. You Mm. can be trapped in and a slave to your thoughts and just kind of going along for the ride Mm. and they're running the show. Or you can be on the bank observing the flow Mm. and making the decisions based on Mm. what you see in front of you. Um, I think that's an important distinction because I would agree with you on that point where feelings and thoughts are, I mean, almost interchangeable with relation to this discussion we're having where you have you know, people might describe it as, I have particular emotions towards this. You know, someone said they were going to be there and they weren't there because they were playing FIFA on their Xbox. I'm like, oh, you know, and you feel a particular way about that person. That person's like this. Mm-hmm. And maybe it could be that people, you know, people are relating feelings and thoughts in the same category. And obviously when you have an emotion, it's not about, well, you can't really control that when, it, when it's created. I mean, it's already done. It's in your head. So there's nothing you can do about it. Yep. But I guess it will be the response you have to the thoughts that come into your mind. Yeah, 100%. Yep. Yeah, for sure. I agree with yep. that. Yeah. Yep. And there's, um, there's, there's a, a saying that I sort of, I sort of base any kind of mental activity, I sort of base around this, this statement, which is your life always moves in the direction of your strongest thoughts. So what you think about turns into how you act and what you say. And then what you say, how you speak, and how you act turns into 
your habits and your routines and your patterns and subconsciously that just builds this sort of self-replicating model of how your life ends up being and it normally starts from your thoughts where they come from and so you know you might think um, maybe every day thoughts come into your head in the morning like and nah, I just you know I'm probably always going to probably always going to have this job um, this job's you know I don't really like this job and I'm probably stuck here because I just don't really have the skill set to you know to upgrade my job or to get a new set of skills to you know to change the to the job that I really want to do and you keep telling yourself that over and over again you think well this is just my destiny just to be stuck in this you know dead end job for ages but if you start to tell yourself in your mind like no 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 I am I have great potential I have great capacity to do this and you start to tell yourself you know we're talking <laughs> you know just just be positive it's not just all about thinking positively but it's about at least it's being in control of your thoughts. It doesn't have to just be all positive, but at least if you're the one who's controlling your thoughts, you have more control over where your thoughts lead. And if your thoughts lead to where your life ends up going, then, you know, by nature of the correlation, you can control where your life is moving if you start by saying, no, 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 I, you know, I am like this. I can do this. This is how I am. I can do this. Um, and yeah. so that, that seems to be a way of manipulating your thoughts without just letting it just flood to your head like a rush of emotions and letting them have their way with you. Yeah, and to add to that as far as as way of like a practical application, like mm. it's, you, you know, you're creating your own feedback loop mm. sort of thing. So if you go, you know, going back to the job example, like mm. I'm stuck in this job. If you tell yourself that I'm stuck in this job, this is the best I can do, then you, you won't, there's no reason for you to take any action. Like you won't take any action to mm. change that situation because you're telling yourself that it's not going to change. Yep. Versus if you, you know, flip it a bit and go, I can do better than this. I know I can do better. I deserve more. Mm. You'll actually take steps towards that mm. uh, because you, you're telling yourself in your mind you can be better. So yep. you take those steps. And then once you take those steps, then that sort of, you know, one little win mm. gives, you that, um, gives you that better feedback loop of like, oh, I can do this. Yep. Like I am better. And then you yep. sort of. Yeah, it's its own yep. self-fulfilling prophecy. Absolutely. Mm. And I'm sure you'd have, um, you know, experience from this, from being in the military, but I would imagine when you come across something which you don't think is possible, you don't think it's possible, or if before that experience, you're telling yourself it's not possible, then you go through that experience, it's like, oh, <laughs> I did that. Well, it turns out it was possible in the end. Well, why don't before you do that, just have the mindset of like, all right, well, I'm just going to give it my best crack, and if it is possible, I'll find out. Mm. And then that, I imagine, would have a completely different, um, it would change the game completely in terms of the way you feel before it, during it, and after it. Yeah, absolutely. And it changes, coming back to taking like action, it changes the amount of action you're going to take. Yep. Because if I'm going into the activity, um, a good example is the muscle-up, because I've heard this previously. Uh, if I go into the attempt of my muscle-up and I don't get it, then I just say, well, see, I told you I couldn't get it. Mm. If that was the sort of, I was like, oh, I'm never going to get this. And I'm like, oh, see, Tom, I told you I couldn't get it. Mm. Versus if I'm like, I'm definitely going to get this. I'm going to take more action. Yeah. And then I'm going to, like, because I've taken more action than the person who was like, oh, I'm not going to get it, so I'm not mm. going to even bother trying. Yeah. Um, you're much more likely to succeed. So mm. I know it can, and you mentioned it before, it can sound a little... Um, airy fairy airy fairy yeah like oh positive attitude yeah but yeah it counts yeah. for a lot and it has very practical yeah. applications yeah. and obviously we know it's you know thoughts by themselves don't produce actions no. you've got to actually yeah. take the action yes. but yeah, that's the catch. very rarely the action doesn't come unless you started with the thoughts so it's when you have the thought of 
no, heck yeah, I can, I can do the muscle up. And then yeah. you give it a go and maybe, maybe you don't get it. But then you're like, oh, okay, so something, let's, let's try and figure out what, what it is exactly that I can do. Hmm. And you're already in this completely different realm of, of you're, so, you're almost halfway to success there because you've agreed with yourself that you're going to be able to do it as opposed to just can't do it anyway, so why try? Exactly, yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. So, mm, anything else to add? Uh, nah, that's it. That, that went good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll see you next time. All right, thanks, Tom.